Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Micropod. It is Rich and Cass here. And it's a public holiday here in Sydney, Australia, which makes today even nicer. It does. What a big weekend. What a great weekend in church, Cass. Yeah, it, I feel like it was a little bit of a landmark weekend, Rich, a line in the sand weekend as Pastor Brian addressed racism and our stance as a church. And we talked to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people leaders mm. in our world and um, we endeavoured to... Um, humble ourselves, listen, and become educated, hmm. which I think is very important in these seasons. Yeah, and obviously, which isn't going to happen overnight, but as the process has started. Right. And I have loved um, watching our team and the humility of heart on, on both sides of the conversation, people who are gracious to continue to extend um, hospitality and let people ask questions, even though they feel like they've been around this mountain a number of times, and the humility of people who have just had their eyes open in a conversation to allow themselves to be educated and to have their hearts broken and to grieve. Mm. And so we, uh, I guess we've wrestled a little bit, well, quite a lot actually, yeah, we have. as to how to um, start back with um, the micropod um, and what tone to have and how to, how to approach life in this kind of uh, this current world and this new world in a sense. Right. Um, and so Cass and I were just talking right before we started recording that, that we felt like we should, uh, we should approach it like we, we try to do everything with authenticity and, um, you know, some reality and also just being ourselves. Yeah, we were actually talking, which you can probably all relate to, about um, real life, that how in life in seasons there are so many different emotions that we hold in tension and hold the balance of mm. actually what made me think about it was aj and wes and our team got <laughs> married the yeah. other night and i saw her post a photo and she was a little bit apologetic of posting a wedding photo because she was sensitive to where we find ourselves in the current climate and it made me think that we hold joy and sorrow together in balance in every area of life and so today we grieve with our brothers and sisters of colour who feel that they have been oppressed and violated, but we rejoice with Ben and Jesse Hastings on the birth of their little boy, yeah. Bellamy, on Friday. And, and so wherever you find yourself today on either side of the, those emotions, um, I feel like as a church we will weep with those who weep and we will rejoice with those who rejoice. Mm. Yeah, I can remember, um, I guess, a couple of years ago when my dad passed away. Mm -hmm. And you would know this, Cass, but for those listening, um, it was tragic. It was, it was, I guess, for me, one of the, you know, the, the most difficult times of life. But even in that season, I remember back to, to my mum and my sister and our families um, laughing and enjoying each other's company and, and rejoicing over the good times and of what God had done in our lives and, and what he was doing and what he would, he would go on to do. Um, it was at the worst of times and the best of times, and, and yet God was somehow in that. He was in, in that in, in that his joy was still present even amongst the sorrow. And I believe that this time can be that time for us as well. Yeah, I think that's true. I, um, as a creative team, we have talked a lot about 
others. Mm. And that's the way that we use to describe, I guess, where worship and justice intersect in our world, yeah. um, where we've looked heavenward and then we look out around about us and we go, who has God called us to actually minister to, to advocate for, to stand up for, to um, be a voice for the voiceless? And I love the story of the Good Samaritan um, because a, a young teacher comes to Jesus and he's actually trying to catch him out a little bit. Mm. He um, he says, oh, I've kept all the laws, but what would you have me do? And um, Jesus says, love the Lord your God and love your neighbour as you love yourself. And he replies, well, who's my neighbour? Mm. Thinking that he's got a, um, a little um, catch for Jesus. And Jesus then goes on as Jesus does. He doesn't <laughs> tell him the answer. He tells him a story. And in a really creative way, he paints his picture. And um, the shocking reality in that picture is that the teacher of the law, this really wise um, man who hasn't sinned, who Jesus had great compassion on and who loved, um, discovers that potentially he is the religious Pharisee in the story who leaves his neighbour in the street. Mm. And I guess you and I have been having conversations in the season about, well, who is our neighbour and what responsibility do we have? Mm. Yeah, and in that... um in this world, we find ourselves so connected and so right. a- attached to, um, obviously, people all over the world via social media, via the internet, um, via our church's big, big and connected right. church. And therefore, that changes our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet in that, in that global connectedness, we, we are part of a, a local um well, a country, obviously, but a local church as well. And we have a community around us. And so there's, again, that tension of um, of uh, the global sorrow and, and sometimes local sorrow, but global sorrow and sometimes some local joy. Right. Um, and yet... Um, there's very real neighbours. Very that we have a very real responsibility. Right. Um, uh, when COVID, to loving our neighbour. Right. When COVID first hit, I remembered we actually um, retreated inside, and you would know if you've been listening to the Micropod for any amount of time. Retreated inside, and then went on a Sunday. Let's make sure our neighbours know that it's Sunday. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's. Um, take up our responsibility to our neighbours and do something. Mm. And so we delivered some loaves of bread and did some stuff in our neighbourhood. And I feel like now that um, there is a new pandemic on the table and there are new issues that have surfaced, I think we have to ask ourselves that question all over again. So like, what neighbourhood am I living in right now and who are the people that I'm responsible to? Mm. And I guess um, you need to answer that question yourself. You need to work out who are your friends and who are people that you care for deeply and who can we reach out to in this season and check on and see if they're okay. Because mm. obviously racism runs deep in our societies and it is painful for people. Mm. And as part of the people of God, our mandate always has been to equal the playing field at the foot of the cross, yeah. to actually find ourselves seated around a table together mm. where we have conversation. I love yeah. the thought that the Father is our meeting place and mm. in Him the conversations happen to bring heaven to earth, that the kingdom would come amongst us. Mm. And the reality is, in all of that, it's so easy to, um, to for these big weeks to happen. You know, a pandemic hits. Well, for Australia, as many of you will know who are listening, we had huge bushfires in right. January. Then we had uh, COVID-19. And then this in this past few weeks, our attention has really turned to um, racial and social issues. 
um, very heavy time for the for the globe and and it could be so easy just to kind of uh, not know what to do and not know how to step forward but the reality is um, you know for the for this micropod for us listening and for our team we've we've always been about our faith living it as strongly and as best as we can and and particularly on the micropod combining that with our creativity right that, that's what this micropod is about and so I think in this way we we can um, we can think okay obviously as Christians we have a responsibility to love our neighbors to be about that so how one way we can do that is through the use of our creativity and because you shared with our team just you know yesterday Day, um, about how we might approach this with right. our team, with faith and creativity together. Do you want to just share some yeah, right. of that? Um, okay, so the other day, Rich and I were reading a study that had happened, and um, the outcome of the study was that where um, there was an absence of creativity, racism flourished, which made me think that... Um, it's a really interesting thought. So therefore, where creativity flourishes, potentially there's an absence of racism. And I just wanted to challenge our team in that because I think that there's a way to approach our creativity that allows us to tell stories and paint pictures and um, actually seek God and then allow him to use our gift and our craft to uncover the way that he sees the world. Um, Walter Brueggemann talks about the prophets and a prophetic imagination. And he said, when Israel was at its very worst in relation to God, when they were so far away from the world as he intended for it to be, they would tell stories and poetry, craft poetry, around what it looked like to be the people of God. And they would continue to lift people's eyes higher and go, I know we're not where we should be, but look at this. And they would tell what it should look like when God was king. And as a result, Israel rose up to the challenge and, and wanted to live better. And I went, imagine if we as a creative community could begin to paint pictures of what it looks like to be united and diverse, to accept everybody, to love your neighbour as you love yourself and to, to imagine what it would look like for kingdom come, for everybody to be equal, for life to be as God intends for it to be. And potentially we write songs to that end, we paint pictures to that end, we craft artwork to that end. I know in our team over the last couple of days I've been watching your Instagram posts mm. and there are illustrators in Paris that are painting pictures of um, black heroes in stories. And Dave Ware wrote a song last week that he sent to me that had to do with the colour of our skin and how God sees us. And I can see within our own creative community, there's a quest to grapple with what's going on in the world and using art and gift to tell those stories. Mm. And so I guess I want to encourage you today on the podcast to actually um, get before God, into the silence, bow in prayer, wait for hope, but then be mobilised mm. to go and create out of that and share your creativity in order to create a new reality. Imagine what's possible mm. as we begin to create and we do do exactly what Rich said, allow our faith and creativity to intersect. Mm. Yeah, so as we close out today's micropod, let me just read the scripture over you, Mark 12, 30 and 31. It's the one that Cass referred to earlier. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment 
greater than these. I could chase after greatness First of all myself to be found where you want me I can do all the right things sing the words till they be but I know it's just noise if I don't have Love will never 